Hello everyone, welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I am one of your hosts this evening, my name's Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing buddy? I'm good my friend, how are you? I'm alright man, doing good, doing good. Um, bit less stressed after, we're just off after watching the Rangers-Aberdeen game there so we're feeling a bit less stressful, a bit more calm now. Aye, aye. aye. So how's things, you been up to much? Nah mate, good, um, just usual on it, working away, farting a bit. That's what it. You? Just the same. Aye. Um, pretty much the same. Pretending to work anyway. Don't <laughs> aye, aye. Um, just finishing your job. Aye, 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 just finishing my job. So just um, turning up. Pretty much. That's it. That, that's a good way of saying it. I'm turning up and um, no doing much. <laughs> um, so what we're going to have a what? What we're going to chat about tonight, mate? Chatting about the transfer window that just closed. So this is the January twenty nineteen transfer window for Rangers. Just look at. The business that we, that's happened, we'll have a quick chat about the outs and probably more of a focus on the ins and then just a bit of chat about where we think the squad's at um, and that kind of stuff to finish and see if we think there's still any gaps or concerns or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I think um, at the end of it, we'll have a chat about some of the concerns and what what the gaps there is, you know, it's, well, it'll be a good discussion anyway Aye. on it. So we just crack on, shall we? Let's go for it. Let's, Let's talk about it. the outs first. Mate. Right, OK, OK. So I think we'll, we'll start with the more... Um, the more bigger names Aye, the established ones yeah the established ones and then from there there's obviously a few um, young guys that we'll talk about as well that are leaving so I think um, the first one we probably should talk about um, is Jordan Ross that are going to Berry. Aye. Um, I I was um, when he when we first signed him um, I was really excited about him because obviously he came from Liverpool young you know youth team played a few games for Liverpool looked quite impressive sitting in the middle of the park um, I thought we were going to get a sell good boy and it's just never worked out for him has it? Nah I kind of like you I thought we were getting that next next generation Stevie G maybe you know yeah. Liverpool boy born and raised came through the youth team breaking into the getting some appearances in the first team when he was young okay it was like Carl and Cup and Diddy games and stuff but that's how they all start right? Yeah. So, um, and then to get him for peanuts I thought perfect Rangers signing young talent get him in for next to nothing and we'll be selling him on in three years for five million. Yep, yep. That's and, he, and here we are, like three years later, and he's gone on loan to Berry, which yeah. kind of says it all. Aye, I'm just glad I didn't go to Scumdee United. Aye, well no, than anything. I've been a bit annoyed about that. Aye, aye, we shouldn't be doing any business with him. So, um, Rosser again. The games that he's obviously he's been played, but he's had such a bad luck at Rangers in terms of his injuries and stuff like that. But when he has played, he's been he's looked. He's looked all right. It's just I think it's just a struggle of him trying to get into this team now because he's, Aye. you know, I think I think it seems like uh, it seems like Gerrard's obviously got the guys that he's he's got in the midfield and most of them are playing tonight. Davis in there as well and Kula Bali and they're all in front of Rosser. So it makes sense Aye. for the boy to go get some first team football and hopefully. Is he going to come back next season? I think he's done. I don't know. I think this is a this is a flip of a coin. See if he goes there and he plays brilliant and does a Greg Doherty, you know, where he goes yeah. down, gets match fit, plays a run of games, shows he's got it. Then I think he's in with as much a chance as anybody in the summer, pretty much. I think if he comes back, and when Gerard first came in, the talk was in pre-season, he was he was the boy, wasn't he? Remember yeah. Gerard said when he got injured, he was... He was basically looking like the best midfielder in pre-season, apparently, yep. or whatever it was. I can't remember the exact quote. So, you never know. I don't know. But it could be a case of he's gone there to try and get himself a move somewhere else in the summer. I don't know. Yeah. I think uh, Stevie G being the guy that he is, 
might just give him that wee extra 5% chance that if he can get fit and he can perform decent for a run of games down there, then who knows, man. Get back in. I'd like, to be honest, for the, the sake of the kid, I'd, I'd, like to, um, I'd like to see him do really well, come back and get into the team next in the, yeah. in the summer. I genuinely would, but I don't know. I don't know. I would like to see us get a bit, you know, we've got a lot of youth in the midfield. Um, Doherty back in, hopefully. I'd like to think he's got a future at the club. Yep. Kamara, McCrory, Rossiter. I don't think it's bad to keep these guys. If we no, could. definitely not. But you just don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Davis is only, in the, is only on loan in the summer. Yeah. If he... Who knows what's going to happen to him and we'll talk about my bit later. So if that's a loan and it does just end, then there'll be a gap. But I, who knows, right? I don't know. Aye, I just sort of... My, my sort of opinion is I would like to see him back again try to go for a place in the Rangers first team. Aye. Whether it happens or not is a totally different thing as well because the other thing that sort of worried me was that Kamara has got his squad number. Aye. He's number 18, He's which, is Rossiter's num- which was Aye. Rossiter's number, whereas that usually never happens if somebody's going to kick about if they're going to come back next season. Aye, aye. You know, that's a worry. Um, I guess a worry for him, but I'm sure he'll find a club, and like I said, in terms of, from us, we wish him nothing but the best. Hopefully he'll come back and fight for a t- in Rangers aye. team. If not, you know, he goes with your best wishes, you know. Aye, no, definitely. The only thing you hope is that the boy gets fit yeah. and actually manages to salvage his career. Because yep. the worst case scenario is that, you know, he might, if his body doesn't toughen up or whatever it is, he might not have a career, you know. So you want yeah. to make sure, first and foremost, that the kid gets his career on track. Hopefully it's us. If I was a betting man, I'd say probably not. But I would, I'm hopeful. I'd, I'd like it to happen if it, if it could. Yeah, me too, definitely. Um, so we're going to we're going to some other guys. We'll we'll mention even though it cancelled before before January. Um, Umar Sadiq went back to Roma. His loan got terminated fairly early, and aye. I think I was, you know, straight from the offset that he wasn't going to shambles. Aye. wasn't going to make it. So let's be honest. Me or you could have been Rangers number nine for that period. Aye. like I could have taken a dive against Aberdeen. Yep, I wouldn't have. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I stuck it away, but aye. you know so. Literally, I mean, without being dramatic, he offered nothing. No. Any fan off the street could have offered more. Yep. And he genuinely, any time he got on, that's what he looked like. He looked like Aye. a guy that won a competition and yep. got a game for Rangers. Exactly. Up front, number nine. Exactly. So, less said about him, the better. Correct. Um, <coughs> the other two are we're going to um, go on to is pretty much the end of the Coutinho uh, era. Who, you know, the last of his signings that were trying to get ready. Aye. And that was... Carlos Pena's contract get terminated and Eduardo Herrera has went on loan to another Mexican club. He's away at Club Nakata. So that's two good signings, two two guys away. Um, money saved. Obviously, Pena was on somewhere, grand a week somewhere ridi- between 25 and 30 grand a week. That's ridiculous. I also heard a rumour that he's left without taking any money as well, which is fair play to him. Obviously, he's got his aye, demons. Aye. He's had his demons, you know, when we signed him, you know, we paid a lot of money for him, over £2 million we paid for him, which at the Aye. time we were, you know, doing stuff on a lot of money every, and he scored, what was it he played? Eight games, scored eight, five goals five or something, goals, so, don't quote any numbers. But he, was, but, he just didn't look up for it, did he? But even though he still managed to find the net. He had that He had that ability, you know, he would arrive late and yeah. he was a good finisher. Like Aye. Some of his finishes, you think, they're decent. And that's the thing is that 19 caps for Mexico, we flashes we've seen, he obviously has a bit of talent and a bit of quality. Yeah. I think the problem was by the time he came to us, he'd probably, you know, the football lifestyle and that, I think it got it caught up him before he came to us because he had need a cap in like two or three years or whatever yeah. it was. So I think if we'd got him five years ago in his prime or whatever and got me screwing up, then maybe. But 
I think it was just unfortunately like you say again for the guy personally you just hope the best for him because yeah obviously he's got some demons to fight now and we just wish him wish him well Um, the other one Herrera never kicked off for him big man when he came in seemed a lovely big guy nah he seemed a nice big guy but Mm. you know when he came on he looked slow Mm. you know he was we were playing the wrong type of football I guess for him as well I think for for Herrera I think two things it obviously didn't work and we kind of see him every day in training but I'm assuming that it wasn't working in training either else he would have got more game time but at the same point I think the style of forward he is coming from the background he did he probably required a bit more time on the park than he got yeah I think see if you get singing a guy like that with a specific purpose in mind I think you need to give him 15 games in a row and just be like look it's got to be ropey at the start but I'm going to give him a shot and put trust in him I've signed him I'm going to play him and I don't feel like he ever got that and maybe he didn't deserve it right because we've never seen any reason that he did but at the same point, you didn't, you didn't have enough of a chance for you to say he's definitely absolutely garbage. But obviously, he's not done much since he left, so I think yeah. it suggests that he is garbage. But aye, he's so a lovely big guy, and he was always touring Scotland and aye. taking pictures. He made the most of his time here. Aye, it was a nice holiday for him. Definitely did. He made a nice holiday and earned a few quid, didn't aye. he? Aye, um, so that's sort of the main sort of guys off the, the first team squad. But one of the ones that's, that's been kicking about the first team squad for a wee while now is. Um, Ryan Hardy who's away back to Livingston yep. to continue his development there Rangers signed him on a new contract and then shipped him straight back to Livingston which is not a, not a bad move at all no no um, another season wasn't he got another year yeah he got another year and he's only away for the six months ah, he's away for the six months so he's got another year when he comes back aye well, that's, um, that's good I, I would suggest though that, that that'll be his last Rangers contract yeah. unless he does something yeah yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's good that he's he's done well at Livingston, aye. but obviously there's a different story from doing well at Livingston to doing well at Rangers. Aye. Um, <clears throat> totally different style of football. We spoke about it before that it's all right saying a player does well in a certain team, playing a certain way, you know, but you need to be able to do it here, which is a completely different ball game. And yeah. I'm not saying the boy can he, and I hope he does, but he's at that age, He's at, he's got that experience where next season, if he doesn't cut it, if you find him going out and loan this time next year, He's not coming back. No, no, definitely not. So it's a pretty, you know, I think he can sort of go there and play football for the next six months and enjoy it. And then in the summer, he'll need to come back and um, show something. Aye. Because, I mean, I think he's I think he's quite great. I think he's, you know, Gerard and that rate him. Aye, I think he's so, done well in, in Spain. Yeah, he? yeah. So, you know, he sort of deserved his chance. And then if he goes to Livingston and does what he done in the first start of the season... There's no reason for him not to come back and try and kick on from yeah. this. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he was injured for a lot of the, the first half of the season and then showed up for, what was it, the last... Scored five goals in the last six games and all of a sudden he's Lovey's top goal scorer, yeah. even though he's missed the first 25 games or something, 20 Aye. games. So when he's fit, again, that's my other concern. He's had long injury spells and all, hasn't he? So who knows if he's you know if he's going to be able to keep fit. But if, when he's fit, he can score goals in this league if you play the right style of football. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Aye. that means he can do it here. Yeah, I think he might need to. Uh, he needs to um, toughen up. He still looks like a wee boy. Aye. In terms of physique wise, so he might need to hit the gym a wee bit more. Aye, and it might be that the style of football they play, it doesn't matter so much. But if he's going to need to adapt his game, he do to play for us. I mean, he's not going to replace Morelos up front. No. Because that's lone striker. You know, that's not really his game. No. Holding the ball up and play, getting the wingers in play. He's more up on the shoulder looking for balls and corners and stuff yeah. like that. Which, again, like I say, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's just a stylistic thing that he'll need to adapt or we might be changing. Who knows? Yeah. If we really, assuming we lose Morelos in the summer, we might, need, we might be changing our style of play anyway. 
Aye. It's harder the boy to fill Morelos' shoes. Not right now. No. Definitely not right now. But, but potentially. If you can get Defoe and Hardy working together up front to replace the goals, you know, you mm-hmm. you recreate Morelos in the aggregate, as they say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to um next well, we'll do these two together as they went to the the same club our um you know, friend of the club, Jonathan Johansson, manager of Morton yep. took Robbie McCrory and Andrew Dallas um on loan for the rest of the season. Great deals for all parties. Yep. Both both uh, very highly rated by Rangers and the management staff um, as well and there's absolutely no harm by going to the championship and continuing their development there and also they've got a good you know Rangers man behind them a good staunch them. manager yeah he helped them out no I think it's good like I said aye, good, good for everybody get the boys experience which they'll need I think that they can go and get into the team and have an impact help the, help the club at both ends and uh, aye it's good for everybody uh, the two of them but since they've signed the tournament, I've played mm-hmm. every game since they've signed, so it's shown a positive. Aye. That was obviously part of the deal. If you're taking them, they're playing every week. Ah, we need them to play aye, extra aye. percentage at least. Yeah, yeah, and so like I say, that bo- that bodes well for they two to go and get some, um, go and get some first team football. It's not going to mm-hmm. harm them or anything like that. No. Um, the last one we're going to take a wee bit sort of time to deal with us because I think this is sort of, we, we, I personally think it's sort of a bit of your last chance saloon for them, mm-hmm. um, which is. Jamie Barjonas, who has went on loan to Rafe Rovers. Yeah. Now, Jamie was on loan at Bury at the start the, for the first half of the season. Aye. Never really got Didn't a kick. No, no, he hardly played. He was on the bench a lot, never used. So this is, you know, he's at that age where it's <coughs> make or break, Aye. I think, now for him. Aye. I think the fact that we brought him back and then sent Jordan Ross at the same place mm-hmm. suggests that we weren't annoyed at the club for not playing him. It's almost an acknowledgement that, aye, okay, it genuinely wasn't good enough or whatever. Um, do you know what I mean? If 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 we felt that they reneged on the agreement and were out of order, we wouldn't have sent Jordan Rossiter down there. Yeah. So that tells me that the management team are, um, like you say, not that bowled over by Barjonis and he's on his probably on his last chance. His career is in the dangers of fading a wee bit into obscurity. You know where did where does he go first? Doesn't he work? Aye. He'll be playing for Dumbarton next year, probably yeah. one of the ones. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a big. I mean, he's again. I think you know the last few managers that we've had in, liked him. He played. He's played a few games. He played a few games in the Premier League. Played a few games in the Championship for Aye. us. Yep. So you know he's he's obviously got something about him. Um, I know since he's been on, he's been on loan at Rafe. One of my, uh, guy and I, I know is a Rafe supporter. So he was. Um, I sort of asked him how he was getting on. He said he scored. He scored. I think he scored his debut. Oh, good. So he's so he's sort of he's playing, which is good to see. Yep. Um, and he's and he's bagged a goal as well, which is going to do well for his confidence. So, um, we wish these guys, you know, <coughs> nothing but the best for the um for the next part of the season, next Aye. half of the season. Definitely, and I mean, I've always like you say, I've kind of liked Bud Jonas and got time for him and. I think in certain occasions he's looked good and in certain occasions he's looked a bit ropey but, you know, that's Aye. being a youngster and yep. trying to break into a big team. So Aye. hopefully it does work out but considering we're talking about you don't know if Rossett's going to break into it because of all the people that's in front of him, I can't see Bardonis breaking into it. No, he's got a massive... If Rossett's got a big job then Bardonis has got a massive job trying to get in. Exactly, yeah. Trying to get in there. But like yep. I said, we wish these guys nothing but the best and hope they, hope they do well at their clubs and... For most, I they'll come back fighting fit. Hopefully, mm-hmm. ready to play for the Teddies next season. Yep. So now we're going to the fun bit. The ones we've had in, mate. So do you want to tell us? Do you want to, do you want to tell us the guys that were brought in, and then we'll we'll discuss we'll them. Ah, yep. So 
the ins we brought in Stephen Davis on loan till the end of the season from Southampton Jermaine Defoe and on loan from Bournemouth for a year and a half which is a pretty weird loan deal yep. but never mind Glenn Kamara obviously we managed to sneak in the last day from Dundee uh, Matt Polster we got an, as a free I think Connor? yeah he was, he was at Chicago Contract Fire up, Chicago Aye. Fire uh, Andy Fuff the goalie who must have Barrow Barrow <laughs> signed off for Barrow Aye. He, can you imagine being him and getting that phone call I know imagine that he must have thought he was getting punked. Well, there is, but we'll, we'll talk about him because there aye. is a there is a story why we why we signed aye, him aye. as well. So we'll have aye, a we'll have a chat about him. General connection. Aye. Um, and uh, obviously we signed Jordan Jones in a pre contract, which doesn't kick in until the summer, first of July or whenever it will kick in. I don't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. First of June maybe. So we'll go through the signings and then after that we'll have a discussion about you know happy with them, what <coughs> could yep. you know stuff like that as well. So we'll talk about guy who's. Very familiar to the club, Steve Davis, ex-captain. Yeah. Um, coming back, um, probably coming back as a better player, obviously older. As um, had that experience playing in the Premier League for a number of seasons. He was Southampton's captain. Yeah. Captain Northern Ireland at the Euros and stuff like that. So he comes mm-hmm. back with a wealth of experience. Is a bit is on the bit older side now, <coughs> 30, 34, 35. Uh, I don't know what he is. Can't remember. Um, again, this sort of falls into the category that we've spoke about before of ex-players coming back after, you know, admin and stuff like that. Yep. I personally wouldn't have him back. Um, I think you're probably the same same agreement as me. But in terms of football and sense, it was a, a no-brainer to get him back. Um, I suspect so. I think, on a football sense, I think it remains to be seen. Um, he's not looked good mm. at all. But it's only a couple of games and he's yeah. not been playing a lot recently, nah, so you need to let him get up to fitness and stuff. So football terms, I would say, it remains to be seen. I think the fact that he is uh, probably a different player. I don't know if he's better. Probably better at some stuff and less good at other stuff. So he's a different player. That might mean it works amazing and it's the best signing that we've ever seen or it might mean that it doesn't work out and yeah. he's no longer suitable. I would say the football inside on paper, it's a no-brainer, but I think... I would like to take take a bit of time and sit on the fence until I see him more before I decide if he's worked it as a signing or not. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 t- I think that's <coughs> fair enough. But I wouldn't have brought him back. No, no, I'm just, sort of similar. Just to be clear on that one, yeah. I'm sitting on the fence with that. Aye, um, I think like you're saying, he is something different to what we've got. Um, you know, we've got more sort of combat of midfielders, yep. whereas he's sort of a bit more playmaker. Ah, he's a bit, he's a bit more kind of cultured. Than, yes, and. Um, He's the guy that I think we we do lack sometimes that's just going to put his foot in the ball and, and dictate and stuff like that. He's got, well, <clears throat> that's the ability he's got. Um, like I say, whether he's going to be able to do that here still and, and that, I don't know. We need, to, we need to wait and see because as much as I wouldn't have brought him back, I don't want to be harsh and say he's he's, he's a diddy signing because he's played poorly in two half games that he's yeah. had. You know, it's, you need to give the guy a chance to get up to speed. Um, and I mean, see the game against... <clears throat> Kilmarnock where he, where he started that was just all rang everything about that game you know the formation was wrong yep. you know he brung he brung him and Defoe in Defoe obviously got the goal but as soon as <coughs> Warrell, Warrell made the mistake and Rangers scored we were we were struggling we basically just fucking gave up then aye and Whereas, that's something that we'll touch on later yeah. when we talk about potential aye potential signings and stuff and but, gaps in the squad stuff. yeah <coughs> so that was again I'm, I, I'm sort of in the same summer situation you it needs to be we need to see, but I think in terms of his, his quality does bring something extra and something different Aye. that we don't have. 
the now, um, and I hope it, you know, hopefully it does it does work out for us. I think there's obviously his contracts up at the end of the season with Southampton, so there is an opportunity for him to stay aye, on aye. if Rangers can work something out. But I think this depends on the next six months. I think it it, it probably probably not a bad one for a club. I kind of try before you buy it to see what he offers now. Yeah. Does he still have it enough? Um, if so, what he's got is it what we're looking for? Because he's a different player than when he left and. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, um, and there's no way we are paying all his wages either. No, well, if he's on 60 grand a week... Aye, there's no chance. He's coming here to get 10 or 12 or something yeah. like that, which means, you know, it makes sense for him to say, well, just go and loan at the start and get Southampton to keep paying me, because it's free money, right? Why would you leave it on the table? Just yeah, exactly. It. Something I've noticed about Davis, though, that... I don't want to moan. Go for it. means I'm going to. Um, <laughs> no, just something I noticed is that when he came off against St Mirren... And when he's coming over to take corners, like you see, even the, f- the first corner, right, that Tav goes to take and the crowd all clap him when he's into the corner at a home game, he'll clap, the, he'll give a wee acknowledgement. And then every other time he just ignores them and just takes a corner, Aye. which is fine. Davis went over to take corners, no, he didn't acknowledge anybody. And when he came off, he didn't, I didn't see him clapping the fans either against St Mirren. Right. And I think for me, if I was him, and Lafferty was good at this, where he said, look, I didn't like the way I left and I'm here to make it up to people and, and took a bit of like hands up I yeah. shouldn't have done it I regret it whatever being humble about it and you know showing a bit of gratitude to the club for bringing him back I just think Davis should be a bit more humble and be like I- I'm privileged to be here doesn't need yeah. to be over the top but, but just the first home game just show something that's like I'm glad to be back I know I might not have left in the best circumstances by anybody's standards I'm glad to be here and I want to show you know, show a wee bit of acknowledgement to the fans. In fact, he didn't show anything. I don't know. Aye. I don't like that. Aye, that Left a bad taste. And I was watching particularly just to see what Aye. he would do. I didn't like it. Aye, that doesn't sit well. Maybe I missed it, you know, which is fine. But if I missed it, I literally must have blinked at the wrong time. So it wasn't Aye. much. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I, that, I don't know. Just an observation. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully that... You would like to think, you know, that he sort of realised that he, you know, the autumn to left you know, didn't do the club any any favours by leaving it then. And, you know, he does, they do, these guys who are coming back, do all the fans something, all them do. I mean, I know Aye. McGregor's sort of been brilliant Played since he came back, but he's still, these guys owe the club, uh, the, the fans. Aye, and that's the point. I I, I don't care about the, the maybe didn't like the, the guy that was running the place and he didn't like the new owners. And I know that's fine. I don't know enough. I don't know anything about that. And that's where I'm not going to judge. But, it's the fans, yeah. you know what I mean? They owe the fans something, and to not really acknowledge the fans, I think it's a bit cold ah, that's and a bit, harsh. That's a bit poor, isn't it? Aye. That's a bit poor. Yep. Right, we'll crack on with the next one. Cool. Totally blew my socks off <laughs> when we when we announced them. Um, Andy Firth, no, I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that did that's blow probably, my socks off. Say, that's probably the, shock, the most um, shocking signing of them all. We have signed Jermaine Defoe on an 18-month contract yep. from Bournemouth. Obviously... Um, they can recall him Aye. every six months if they in wish. In the windows. Yeah, during Aye. the windows if, they, if they're sort of struggling with injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. But what a fucking signing. Aye. <laughs> Unreal, you know, he's proven everywhere he's gone, he's scored goals. You know, England, um, Spurs for a number of years, you know, West Ham when he was younger. Yeah. You know, he's done it. He's done it everywhere. Sunderland, man. Sunderland, he, they love him. He just got written into the club fabric, you yeah. know. He, he had that bond with the, the young kid and he scored goals that kept him up. And remember he scored 
one of the, right at the end of the season and him and Advocat were in tears and shit like that, aye. remember? So aye. Um what do you what do you think of the sign? Uh well, <clears throat> as a you know, I'm an Arsenal fan as well, so I've always kinda Defoe's been one of the players that always thought, oh shit, he's playing when he played for Spurs. I've, I've genuinely, like, I've been saying for years, I feel like every time I've ever watched him play football, he scored. Yeah. Like, one of the ones, and obviously, he's not scored in every game, but it's just, that's the way it feels. You know, you watch him and you think, oh, he's got to score today, and sure as eggs as eggs, he scores. Aye. So, I, I think a good signing, we wouldn't catch him in his prime. You've only going to get no. him 10 years ago. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's certainly a bit of that. But I think he came to us with a view to doing something he's never done in his career, and that's playing and winning big trophies. He's here yeah. for medals. He's not here for money. Um, you know, he could have went somewhere else, could have got more money in the championship or another club. Club. as well and stuff. Like exactly. So. I mean, he would have... You try to tell me Huddersfield who can he buy a goal when they've signed Jermaine Defoe. Aye. Something like that. Still in the Premiership, getting big bucks, be the highest paid player at the club or whatever, maybe. So... He's not here for the money, he's here for the medals. Yeah. And I respect that. He's, he's looked on his career and he's thought, I've done a lot of good stuff, but I've never been at a big club when they've been challenging. Because yeah. let's be honest, Spurs are, you could argue they're still no challengers. No. Do you know what I mean? So, um, aye, I and think it's a good move for him. It's a good move for us. What I find interesting about the whole announcement of, you know, they can take him back, I'm pretty sure that'll be a standard clause in pretty much most loans. But it just shows you, is that the press trying to put a negative slant on it? Because it's Rangers. If he signed for Celtic, do you think anybody would have been mentioning their clauses? No. I don't think so. Um, maybe that's just yeah. It's just a you know reading into lots of small things, but just an observation. One of the things that's always impressed me about Defoe was that he always seemed to, you know, sort of take the initiative in terms of his health and Aye. try to improve as a footballer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was he was one of the first people to employ like a full time chef in his house. Yep. So he's got a guy comes in and cooks all his food for him, makes sure it's all nice and healthy and. You know, leaning. You know whatever. You know whatever they aye, need aye. on it as well. He went vegan. Ah, that's crazy. As well, he improved it as well. And even though he's hardly played for um, Bournemouth this season, he still looks as fit as he was. So he's he's obviously still, you know, in the gym working hard. Whereas other probably players at his age, uh, oh, when I've just been like right, my that's just. This is me coasting now, you know. Aye. You know, Talking getting... of, thinking about goal scorers that retired. Look at Ronaldo. What happened to him? When he retired by, by Defoe's age. He was a, he was twice the size. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Um, but you're right. I think Defoe does his um, attitude, behaviour, professionalism, mentality, regardless of ability or whatever level he reached. That's all world class. Yeah. Like, genuinely, that's up there. Way. Why do you think Stevie G? It's got as good as he did a Frank Lampard or Ronaldo these guys look back Cristiano Ronaldo I mean obviously these guys take good care of themselves and they look for ways to improve they leave no stone unturned and that that's how you get world class Yeah. don't get me wrong you might need a wee bit of natural ability and stuff and maybe Defoe wasn't quite at that level even at his peak um, maybe a world class goal scorer yeah. not a world class player but his mentality and all that's world class and if you think about young players coming up like a Ryan Hardy or even doesn't even need to be a centre forward, but you get something like Greg Dockett coming back in the summer and watching this guy and going, shit, I could Aye. do that. And then bang, all of a sudden, you've got these guys that their mentality and their professionalism just jumps up three levels and that gets you an extra 10% across the season which yep. wins you titles. You know, like genuinely that, I think that's a, a massive signing in that sense as well. Yeah, yeah. And I everything that, obviously what you're saying, everything you'll bring to the, the dressing and all that isn't going to, isn't going to harm us at no. all. And... Um, Four goals, three, uh, four games, 
Four goals. Uh, no, hold on. Four games, three, three goals. goals. Fucking hell, that shouldn't have been that hard. And that uh, one he scored uh, tonight against Aberdeen where he just sort of took two steps back, Tab paid a nice ball into him, back of the net. Boom. As, oh. soon as, as soon as he passed, as soon as we seen him free, then you were up on our feet, like, that's it. In. Oh, aye, aye. The thing is, Betty, if you watched the four, he scored that goal a hundred times. Aye. And it's just that natural instinct. I'm just going to peel no off. He peels off, kind of almost backwards a wee bit. He makes sure he's on line. You know, it's no straight Aye. across. He pulls back just that wee bit. Plus, it gives more space in front of him for Tav to play the ball. And Tav just looks up, and that's an easy pass. Yep. Right? An eight-year-old's going to make that pass all day. And like you said, Defoe's through, and then you know we're already celebrating because yep. it's never in doubt. No, was not ever in doubt. And Which? Where did you go? Non, you go. No, I'm just going to say Morelos is a similar thing for his hat trick. And he takes Aye. too long and hit, hits the goalie. Defoe just smashes it right away. As soon as he's in the right angle, smash, boom, boom. right across Go. him, bottom corner, no doubt. And that's actually what you mentioning, Morelos there. That's going to be Morelos having someone like Defoe pl- training beside him every day, giving him hints and tips, isn't going to be a bad thing for the boy no. um, as well. Obviously, Defoe's had experience of World Cups and stuff. Like There's a few World Cups and Championships he missed out on due to stupid decision in my opinion like aye, they, took, they took Walcott aye, when he was, he was only 15 aye instead of taking him you know aye. stuff like that he missed out on a lot of things with, yep. with England that he should have had but he still got the experience of being um, at World he was at World Cup I think he'd aye. been at one World Cup but he should aye, have been so at probably aye. at least two three, aye, three, aye. Aye, could have been at three um, so having someone like him there isn't, is going to help Alfie I think aye. more and more and, and in a pure football technical aspect forget Red cards and whatever else you want to say. Just on pure technique and and uh, Morelos is a technical footballer. His biggest weakness for me is he's finishing. And I know he's scored a lot of goals and he's getting better, but he still misses a lot of chances. Yeah. Um. So, like you say, training day in and day out with the four, learning that we are to the finish. You know, I, I don't think that can it can't hurt him. And if no. it gets us an extra couple of million for um, Morelos, then happy days. Aye, happy days. Happy days. So again. Th- Great signing, yep. a great signing for us. Um, one that you know we didn't think was going to get over the line was, um, and it came at the very last minute was Glenn Kamara. Yeah, obviously we signed him on a pre-contract. Yeah, um, from from Dundee. Um, would you think it? Um, I would say any time he's played against us, he's looked good. Yes, but those three games or whatever is the only time I've seen the guy play football, so I can't really comment. I kind of. Wait and see how it goes. Aye. I think, I think that's a next season signing though. Yes. We've got him in for fifty grand or sixty grand or whatever, and it's a get him in, let him assimilate, let him get to know our way of playing, let him get you know the coaching staff, the other players, um, and then next seasons before we'll, we'll probably get bits and bobs, you Aye. know. But the thing is, the newest it's two elements. It's that I'm not sure how much of a starter right away he's been signed for, and maybe more about. He was a youngster at Arsenal. He's clearly got a bit of talent, and he's still only twenty two, and it could be one for the future. And also, we've got no. There's no daddy games left. No. Unless things go really, really well or really, really bad, and we've got a couple of dead rubbers at the end of the season. There's no. There's no games where you think we'll just throw the young boy in for some time. We've got must win games in the cup because it's knockout. Yep. And we want to win the cup, and we've got must win games in the league because we're six points behind, and there's only ten games left or whatever it is. So. Maybe more than that, like 14, 13 something. But anyway, you know what I mean? So there's that element as well, I think. It's a next season signing, but you might see him get on for half an hour when we're 4-0 up at home to Hamilton or something. Would you Would you put him on the bench, like, say, for Koulibaly? 
for talking sakes in a few games? No idea. Uh, like I say, I genuinely, I would think so for what I've seen of the boy playing against us, but playing against us and playing for us as we touched totally on with Ryan Hardy, it's a totally different ball game. I would say playing against us, he's a much better footballer than Koulibaly's shown to be. Yeah. Um. So yes, but it just depends how he's going to assimilate. I think getting him some time on the park this season would be good for the mentality of so as he knows, like playing against Hamilton when you play for Dundee. And playing against Hamilton when you play for Rangers is two different ball games, you know. Yeah. And getting the feel of shit, it really is a cup final every time you play Aye. against them. Um, you you know, play for them. So, I don't know. The one thing I don't want to happen with some of these boys is their first their first games, like their debuts, are away from home somewhere that's notoriously tricky, like Aye. say Motherwell, and they can they, they play and they have an absolute shock and their confidence Aye. is a shock from there. We need to play this carefully with these some of these boys that are coming in, like him and you know Paulson, who we're going to talk about next. Um, Aye. These guys need to get, if they're going to bring them in, they need to bring them in carefully, like at home versus like a Hamilton. You Aye, know, yeah. no disrespect to them or something, no, like, no, but no, they're no, going no. to sit back, and we need we need them boys to sort of get used to Rangers, get used to the crowd, you know, get used to playing against these teams as well. Aye. I think they need to make it. They need to bring them in sensibly. Aye, especially. Poster, who we'll talk about in a minute, because yeah. um, he's like at least Kamara's got experience of British football and Scottish football and all that kind of stuff. The only thing I'd say about Kamara, which makes me slightly intrigued, is I don't know if we were talking about this. Me and you spoke about it on Friday when we were talking about him. Aye, we talked about the fact that Awobi put him in his yeah. his best eleven or something like that. Now I know, you know, you can you can pick that apart in lots of different ways, but obviously Awobi played him when they were young, and he says that he was a, he's a good midfielder and they had a good chemistry and all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, I think the boy obviously has got some amount of talent anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, and he's also a, a Finnish international. Aye. No, he's, no, he's only 28. Aye. <laughs> the old Anthony Naomi. Aye, the old Naomi. He's no Finnish, he's still young. Aye. Um, so again, he's he's got international experience as well, so so he's got, he's got that to back him up. Aye, he could be a future captain. I mean, it's Finland, isn't it? You Aye, know, like. exactly. And if you, get a, if you get one of your players playing for a couple of Rangers... Aye. You know, it only makes sense. Yep. Now, like I say, the next guy we're going to talk about is Matt Pilsner, USA International, one cap he's got for, for the States. Um, he has can play right back <coughs> or centre mid. Yep. So a bit of um, div- uh, diversity there as well with him. Um, signed from Chicago Fire on trial with the other boy who ended up going to Celtic and then disappeared and then came back and then disappeared again. Um, the young guy got me so... Um, obviously like to look at him um, and we're signed him on a two and a half year deal um, again, we don't we don't really know much about him we've not nah, really seen him so again we've done alright with American internationals in the past so hopefully he has the wrong, the long, wrong line in him you know Reyna, Bocanegra Edu Badoya to an extent I, I mean but even like I was going to say can you think of one did he and I mean Badoya no. didn't he really get much football and anyway on today quite well after he left us I think if we kept him and played him or he might have been alright I think if he's played at a position a lot he's played in the aye, right and he's a centre mid so as I, well I, I don't think we've really genuinely signed any American I can't think any American we think he was a complete and utter failure and a diddy yeah. and a waste you know some maybe some of them work out better than others but yeah, like you say Bocanegra Claudio Reyna and Edu like quality aye they're all good for Rangers yeah yeah and like I said maybe if he's I think if we can it just depends where, where Gerard sees him playing. Does he see Aye. him playing as a centre mid or does he see him playing as a right back? And if he's playing as a right back, I think that's a if if we if we signed him as a right back, I think that's a good thing as well because it shows you that he doesn't have any faith in Flanagan anymore. 
I think that could be a case that he's away and it also gives Tav I think some needy competition aye aye because I think he's too I like him but I think he's too comfortable aye, aye. and I think he needs some competition you know just because he's a captain doesn't mean he can't get dropped no no definitely you know? not I think you're right it shows that Gerard doesn't like oh, I mean Flanagan have been pals for years and I'm just going to keep him about for the sake of sentimentality he's like it's not had enough to do squad, I'm going to find a replacement, which is good because that's what he gets paid to do. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a business at the end of the day and the club comes first. But also you're right about the competition for, for Tav. I always use Alan Hutton as a as an example. I felt that he only really got the best at him when we signed Whitaker. Whitaker. It was a bit of competition and then he decided, oh shit, I better start playing better, uh, you know, and bucked up his ideas and had a great six months and yeah. but he went for nine million. Aye. Aye. So I think it's it'll be interesting if he's a mid if it's mid if he's Problem is a midfielder. That's a bit of worry because they're again we're going back to the amount of central midfielders we've got. got. Aye, hundreds of them, man. So hopefully, like I said, he'll come out another good gene. Like I said, he was on trial for a few weeks. I've obviously seen the lights and yep. like I said, but the fact they took in two and sent another one, a, a, like a second string team, aye. and signed that one suggests that there was something about. Him. Aye, exactly, exactly. No, uh, probably the weirdest signing oh, at the window is us signing Andy Firth from Barrow. Yep. Um, was um part of Stevie Stephen Gerrard's um under eighteens team at Liverpool. Yep. So he knows him, trusts him. You know the boy get released off Liverpool uh in the last season. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find a club. Went to Barrow. I think he was you know doing reasonably well, and then. And then just coming off your eighteen month contract, you're like bye bye. I'm <laughs> yeah. out of here. Cheers, Barrow. Thanks so, for keeping me warm. Um, he's coming in, pretty much to replace McCrory. The news, the number I, three. Let's be honest, he's a backup to the backup. I think he knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. So he'll come in as um, number three. Maybe get a few games in the twenty threes and stuff like that. Development Aye. squads um, as well. But like I said, we don't we don't know much about. Him. We just know that you know Stevie was his manager in under eighteen. Aye. So fair play to the boy. You know. Wish him good luck, but he'll probably hardly see any football. Well, exactly. If you bring him in and pay him a shilling a week and it lets Robbie McCrory go on loan yeah. and get lots of game time and get better and come back and be the Alan McGregor replacement that we suspect he's going to be or yeah. we hope he's going to be, then it more than pays for itself, right? I can, so, I can see I can see Robbie probably going away on loan again next, next season. season. Aye, going to a, like a St. Johnson or something. Yeah. Like, maybe like a Premiership going team. Going to a Premiership something. team. Aye. Um and going away and doing that for a season and yep. then coming back, that's probably by that time McGregor will be about 38. Aye, he'll be getting 30, what age is he, 36 in it? Something like that, at least. So he'll be about 38, and then it'll probably be time for him to, you know, Hang go up on. The gloves. Aye, so it does make sense. Yep. Um, bring him in, you know, good luck to the boy. You know, like I say, he'll come in as the, the number three. Yep. Now, the other one I wanted to have a chat about, even though we're not getting him now, but did sign. Um, Jordan Jones in a pre-contract mm-hmm. and then um, you know I was talking of maybe coming yep. um, but he looks he looks a really good player first of all we'll say that um, he, he's always he's, I mean he's roasted Tav pretty much every game we've yep. played against him he, you've always kind of felt like uh, you know which you know massive comes to a massive Rangers family you know obviously bit of controversy in the media when he when he signed Aye. he left his Twitter handle as we are the people on it it's amazing what four letters can do because if he sends out that exact same tweet without those four letters nobody really cares right? I think again it's also media witch hunt against Rangers as always genuinely I I think if he leaves those four letters off then nobody cares yeah and then you know obviously the media were on his back Kilmarnock fans were on his back and then 
game against Rangers. Scores a winner. Scores against us, runs away, celebrating and stuff like that. Aye. I think it was obviously like a show. Obviously, Steve, Stevie Clark came out and backed him, you know, sort of saying, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to give his... He's here for six months, he's going to give us his absolute all. Kid's professional. And he's going to that's... a bigger club and he's going to earn more money, so fair play to him. I know. Um, Stevie Clark was a bit more realistic about it than the Kilmarnock fans were. Um, I want to ask you this before we sort of talk about him as a player and what he'll bring to the club, what he'll bring to his. Uh-huh. His celebrations, were they over the top? Nah. Nah, you think there was, you know, any problem with him? I know some people like I don't have a problem with him when he scored for him. He's not he's not a Rangers player yet, yeah. um. So he's a but um. I know a lot of people were sort of saying, you know, should have celebrated, should have celebrated the way he celebrated nah, they, and stuff. Well, like he's got a winner, you know, like in a big game. Bear in mind that that was the game that no matter how it goes at that time, that was a that was a win that put Kilmarnock in a title race that they've never been in since God any us were alive, Aye. right? Like, so, um, it might have been fleeting, but. It was a it was a big goal and a big game, um, so I don't know. Guys, guys, guys get a right to celebrate. Nah, I don't have a problem with it. Nah, um, like I said, he's not he's not a Rangers player yet. Nah, so when he, when he puts the top on and he scores for us and he celebrates against Kilmarnock, I wouldn't have any problem with nah. that either. Some players don't celebrate against their former teams or whatever. Fine. Yeah. But, uh, he gets paid to score goals. He scored a goal and he celebrated the goal. Mm. Um, no problem with that. One other question for you. Obviously, because like like we've mentioned a few times, we're pretty much overcrowded in the midfield mm-hmm. whereas on the wings we're a bit struggling yep. would you rather have seen it the other way round where we brought in Jones now and brought Kamara in at the end of the season if you, if you had a magic wand I, I think so I don't think many people would need have plus Jones is the more proven guy you would imagine you know and the, you could see him coming in and playing yeah. on the left wing or the right wing and, and doing damage he's already played well against Rangers and Celtic and the other good thing about Playing, leaving him there is hopefully he plays well against Celtic and nah, scores a goal that beats them and helps us make three points back but you don't know um, so maybe there's a there's an element of that where yeah. it, it keeps it, it means we've got a chance of beating them in over two games rather than just against us but nah I think aye, I would have had if you could have picked out the two you would have picked Jones definitely aye. it'd have been good competition as well for Candias and Ken, Ken who are pretty much a First choices. Well, that's it. Middleton seems to have fallen away a bit. He has fallen away. He was playing for the the youth today, so Aye. not even part of the. And Gresta got injured in Spain. Aye, I don't know what's going to happen with him. So <laughs> who knows if if again if he's you know he's going to be able to get fit and stay fit because I mean he, that's the thing we've not seen Gresta fit. Yeah, he's a next season signing now for me as well. Yeah. You know that. He needs to get himself fit. So Aye. if he can get just fit, get a real pre-season, then we'll maybe see the best out of him. We'll see, and we'll see if he's going to work it or not next year. Yeah. Um, so, aye, that just leaves the two. Aye. Really. Aye, it does. It does. So it's, it's, it's a good, good window, I think, in what we've signed. But you know we've mentioned. You know three midfielders, a goalie, a winger, and a striker, and there's one thing missing. Aye. Yeah, I think we're probably going to talk about that's a centre half yep. maybe Rangers should have should have been out and got because I think big I'm delighted to see Katic back in the back in the squad and playing again and stuff yep. like that Aye, I think he's looked good um, since he came he back he has in. looked good and when he came in when he came on the rules he came on for a sort of you know brief cameo I think he'd done he'd done well you Aye. know you know. so he sort of built up his confidence came back but I think obviously this, this question is with Big Warrell Played a good game against Celtic. Played well against Celtic. Aye. Game against Kilmarnock. Shot the bed. Totally honking performance. Yep. And then since then he's looked a bit ropey. Yep. Um, tonight, 
looked a wee bit ropey at times, but he didn't really. Ah, uh, he started to look. I think the tonight, um, he's looked solid enough defensively. Like he's yeah. winning these tackles, he's winning these headers, he's getting blocks in, all that stuff. It's on the ball. He's, he looks a bit like his yeah. confidence has been shot since the Kilmarnock thing. He's he's a bit more panicky and he just looks when you look at him. It's just he doesn't look comfortable. Aye, it's probably the best description I could give. So, I and Macaulay just seems miles off it. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, Macaulay, obviously, he's been playing for a number of years at a really good standard. Mm-hmm. You know, Premiership football with Bolt, uh, sorry, not with Bolt, with West Brom. Yeah. And they were always a mid-table team, you know, they're doing all right, and then ah, obviously yeah. they get relegated. I think those few weeks or a few months of him not playing and not training, aye. obviously at his age, has massively affected him. Aye, aye. Um, so I don't, I, I could probably potentially see this being his last season as a aye, pro. Aye. And again, going back to what we spoke about about some of the other players and some of the other positions, it's like when you're playing at West Brom and you're playing against City and United and these teams, even when you're finishing, you know, kind of close to mid-table, that kind of 13th and 12th and stuff, there's a lot of weeks you're seeds defending, you know, whereas if you look at the goals that, for example, for example the Gordon, uh, Gordon, the Jordan Jones goal against Kamala. He's basically just higher up the pitch because we've got the ball and we're pressing and then he's exposed with other space in behind him and doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to go and try to tackle Jones because if he knocks the ball past him, he's through one on one with the keeper and McCauley knows he can't catch him. So he backs off, backs off, backs off and lets Jones shoot. Yep. So it's a different style of defending. You're no longer, I'm the big brute in the box It's just going to win headers. He'd be such a good signing for Livingston. It's that kind yeah. of, right? Just, boof, he does the ball further and you can kick it. Brilliant. But with us, when you need to have a bit more... Um, turn of pace and you need to be a wee bit better positionally maybe or you need to be reading the game or whatever it is it's, it's just different it's just yeah. a different skill set sometimes and yeah. I don't know maybe he's, at this stage of his career his skill set doesn't match up with playing for Rangers yeah. but I mean he's a good blue nose he's uh, he's got an MBE or whatever off the Queen so yeah. he's staunch as shit and he deserves I'm glad he's got, <laughs> he's, he's got his move before he retires Yeah. and he's got a game for Rangers and he's, I'm sure he's not on massive wages so and again, maybe to the default thing, he's, he's a good uh, professional and personality have to have a bit. Yeah. But I can't see him affecting match days that no. much. No, um, I, can, I can probably see him after the Kilmarnock game. Um, I can probably see him being less and less in the, in he, the he's, squad. He's the backup to the backup. Yeah. He's, he makes the bench when somebody else is injured. Yeah. Um, the other three are going to be above him. Aye. And like you say, that's why you, you could maybe have said, let's go and sign a centre-half. But I'd like to think we'll be signing more than one in the summer once yeah. Warren goes and Macaulay might go. And you signed two in the summer. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think I think that's the that's only the that's only area that I think we maybe could have we should have got Aye. someone else in. The other thing that I think we lack quite a bit, um, in the commander performance summed up for me is fuel leaders, and Davis played and he didn't. And again, maybe he's you know first game back and, and all that kind of stuff. But we're talking about him coming as a leader, he's a captain in the national team and stuff. When Morrow made that mistake, the whole team just, you know, totally buckled. And there was no... It didn't seem there was one person doing the Barry Ferguson. Like, come on, guys, let's get G'd up. Aye. Do you know who would have been perfect? Jordan Rossiter. Remember when the five five each game against Tibbs? Yep. We, we went 3-0 down or 2-0 down or whatever it was. He was, he was, he was the one that was like, come on, get, you know, clapping, getting the arms going. Just like, come on, guys, fuck it, let's get up, let's get Aye. rid of him. Where was that? Where was somebody going to Warrow? Look, forget it. We all make mistakes, big man. Don't worry about it. Just focus on the game and we'll go in and win it. There's still plenty of time. It's only one each. Yeah. We'll pull you to this. Let's work together to solve this problem. But no, nobody did that. Everybody just went, 
oh no, what do we do now? We've made a mistake, and well, you know what I mean. It seemed like with that game as well that Hall, um, no Hall, him and Warrell and Macaulay just didn't talk to each other. Mm. Yeah, Davis sitting in front of them. Aye, like not really a defensive mid, new position, new teammate, new this, and just it didn't work. And to be fair, I think that you touch on there, the management team deserve part of the blame for Kilmarnock. But that's where I see if you've got Halliday at left back and McCrory in centre mid, or, or, I, I genuinely think they two would have been like, G'd up, let's come on, forget Aye. it. You know, like, I just think there's that kind of, we've got some leadership in the squad, I do believe that, but not enough of it, I don't think. And we had guys on the field that, Stephen Davis, captain of Northern Ireland, um, our field captain of Canada, they two were on the pitch. Yep. There was no leadership shown. No. There wasn't enough of it. There wasn't the true leadership that when the chips were down, they were the one, you know, grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck, putting their balls in the vice to solve the problem. Yep. You know, I, I just think that that's something that we still lack, is yeah. that true leadership in the spine. McGregor, he's got it, but he's a goalie. How much can you affect the game? Apart from that, I, I don't really see it that much. Like I said, maybe Halliday and McCrory are the next two. Yeah. Who else? Aye. Aye. I would definitely say Andy Halliday's in there for it because he's always Aye. very... You know, but again, he had, sometimes has limited quality. Yeah, aye. aye. Other than that, yeah, you're, you're, you're struggling because they're all sort of quiet young boys, you know aye. what I mean, who don't. And I get there's different types of leadership, you know, maybe Davis and Arfield are more your lead by example and go out and play well and try and show other people, which is fine, but that doesn't work all the time. You need that, that money guy, that Barry Ferguson, it's just going to grab the game by the scruff of the neck and be like, you know what? I don't care what any user doing, we're not losing this game today. See, like, even even though he was, you know, obviously up and down as a player, see, like, somebody like McCulloch Aye. in there who could, see, like, the Alfie situation, mm-hmm. like, when he's getting flared up and stuff like that, Aye. just go and put a horn on him. Aye, arm in the shoulders. Calm it down, you know. Calm it down. Like, if I'm ready to talk Aye, you know, Me? do something like that, but it's just Aye. something that, I guess, you, you're, you're 100% right, that's something that we're, we're missing in the squad. Um. Let's say these two guys coming in will be good to have around the group. How vocal they are on the pitch, obviously, is a different, a different aye, story, aye. which is obviously something that be you know missing. Aye, it'd be good to have a centre half in there who is vocal at that and who commands you know the respect and you know you the fucking Richard Goff or a John Brown. Aye, you want a no nonsense leader at the back that's going to just throw their body on the line and talk people through games and almost like just demand that they do stuff not even oh can you move up a wee bit or watch your guy aye. on your left shoulder just demanding right oop get on him aye he's yours half him pun it at the park pass it to me whatever it may be right you just need that aye. like a John Terry you know I know that's it's hard to go and manufacture one of these guys but it's that mentality that that leadership that kind of soft skill rather aye. than the, how good you're at football almost yeah. don't get me you want both but still aye aye so just to sort of, what would you, you happy with the signings? Obviously, like I say, we miss, we need something else. But on the whole, signings that we made. I think it was a decent window, aye. I think it was a weird window. I mean, if somebody had said to you before it, you were going to sign Matt Polster and Andy Firth and Jermaine Defoe, I'd have been like that, you're smoking crack. Aye. I'm not taking that bit. Um, so it was, it was a bit of a weird window. I would say that one of the things we kind of lacked in the first half of the season was leadership and experience and like a, a calm head in certain moments and I think that to, da- to Gerard's credit I think he's went out and by getting Defoe and Davis in particular that's what he's trying to do he's yeah. Def- Davis is a captain former captain of the club 
captain internationally and stuff, captain in the Premiership, he'll be a leader. I'm still to be convinced of that, as we just discussed. But, yep. yep. And um, somebody that's been there and done it. So when we're, you know, free, free to up in Moscow, we start, we start just game management and we start, you know, like winning silly fouls and taking a wee bit longer with throw-ins and stuff like that that other teams do to us. Frustrate people, break up play, that kind of thing. So I think that, aye, that, that's been a sensible area to target because it cost us points and stuff yeah. in the first half. So that's good. Um, and the other guys are slack, back up slash next season signing slash talented youngsters that are good Rangers signings, you would have to say, with Kamara and Polster in the sense that they're low-risk potentially you, you sell them on for see if you can sell the two of them on for you know say in two years you get a million for the pair or two million for the pair or something it's good business yeah. you know like it's, they don't need to go and be 10 million world beaters but if you get a couple of million between them two internationalists potentially if we can get post an American team that adds a bit of money on yeah, I think they're good low risk signings that yeah. you're not going to lose any money on so exactly yep. two low risk signings and even, even Jordan Jones he'll be Aye, he'll yep. not be in a lot of money coming yep. to Rangers so Again, he'll be he'll be low risk for mm-hmm. for next season as well. And the money, obviously, Defoe and Davis aren't on anywhere near the money that they're on with Bournemouth and Southampton. So ah, yeah. they're paying. <coughs> excuse me, they're paying the majority of of their wages, and they'll be paying the majority of Defoe's wages for the next eighteen months, which is. Aye, I mean, that's the that's the crazy thing about that move is if you're Bournemouth, why would you do that? Deal? I know. We'll pay eighty percent of his wages for the next year and a half. And never see the guy. And yeah. It just seems mental. Um, I think it's just out of respect for him, isn't it? Because maybe, he... but it's business at the end of nah. the day. And I don't know how much he's on, right? You hear all these different figures. I've heard anything as low as 80 to as high as 120 grand. But either way, I mean, much of Rangers going to be paying. We're not going to be paying 40 grand a week in it, no. So even if it's 80, say, we're paying 20 and they're paying 75% for Aye. nothing. It's a crazy deal if you're born with. Like, yep. genuinely, it's a mental deal. But, like, listen, we'll take it. I guess another point is, is he's. If he's at Bournemouth, say earning eighty grand a week, and he's sitting on the bench, he's sitting on the bench, and even getting on the bench, Aye. at least that way, if they send him somewhere, some of the wages are getting paid. That might be, you know. Aye, and he's that backup in the window. It's like, oh, somebody's injured, or they sell Callum Wilson for fifty million in the summer. Aye. They just bring him back as a as a backup. Then, I, I still think that if they had said no to Rangers, he probably would have went in the, in January to another Premiership club, and yeah. Bournemouth could have been. I think like you say, I don't know why Bournemouth done the deal. They could have got they could have got them off the books completely, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so it's a weird one, but like I say, for us we'll take it's it. It's a bonus for us, isn't Aye, it? Definitely. Absolute bonus for us. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. I think he'll score a decent amount of goals. I think so. so. And it, what I liked about the foes, he looked better at the by the end of the St Mirren game, he looked better than he did at the start of the game. Which tells you that he's getting his fitness, he's coming back. You know, he didn't look he didn't start to look tired, he started to look like he was getting sharper as the game went yeah. on. So that's a good sign and hopefully continues. Aye, aye. Hopefully it will continue. Already looks like he's going to be a, a good signing for us. Aye. Um, as well. So aye, looks it looks good. The future's bright, the future's orange, as they say. Yep. Um so it looks it looks good. Um personally me I'm quite happy with the the transfer window. You know, we've got I think we needed someone for a right back to give Tav some competition, which yep. I think we potentially could have with Pilsner. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're doing it's not another Flanagan signing. Aye, aye. Um, like I say, Kamara's for totally for next season. Um, whatever everything you said about Kamara, I totally agree with. The other two speak for themselves: Davis and Defoe. Aye, aye. Um, as well, Andy for for choice, which is totally understandable because McCrory's away. Um, let's say getting Jones in the pre-contract. Aye. Um, works out well but like I said I think the thing that we've been missing there was potentially another centre half 
Um, he came in um, as well, but other than that, you know, I'm Aye. quite happy. One last question for you before we, we finish. When you think about the two windows together, do you see a pattern? Are you happy? Do you, did you expect it all to be done in two windows? Do you think that, would you, how many more windows do you give Gerard before you think, right, we should be having a, a full strength team or whatever you want to say? I know you're kind of always looking to sign and improve, Aye. but you know what I mean, before you're, Right, we're back to a challenging team. I think it needs to be the next window. So you know, I so you weren't expecting it done in two, but you're expecting three. it done in three. Yeah, I yeah. think the uh, next transfer window is going to be, you know, some of the signings that he's made as a, you know, some of them haven't. I mean, Sadiq didn't work out. It looks like Flanagan isn't going to really work out for us. Ajaria's away back. Ajaria's away. That didn't work out for us. Um, you know, Macaulay doesn't like it's going to work, but I think he was always signed as a backup. Aye, aye. Um, aye. Big Warrell, question mark, still over him as well. So that's five signings just off the top of my head there that I sort of aye. haven't worked out. But then when you think of the other, the other side of that, he's brought in Goldson, absolutely fantastic signing. Yep. Um, he's brought in um, Defoe, great signing. Yep. Brought in Kent, great yep. signing. Arfield, you know, great signing. As McGregor. Well. McGregor. You know, so they sort of speak for themselves. Barisic. Katic. Katic as well, you Aye. know. Um, everyone that he's brought in as well has been a... I think he's, he's the most success and he's had flops. Yeah. And you see experienced managers who, you know, no, nobody signs 100% talent. Alec Ferguson signed Jemba Jemba. Yeah, there you go. I mean, how many did he did Walter Smith sign? Aye. You know what I mean? Like, you could fill squads with him. Yep. So, no, I mean, no, nobody gets it right 100% of the time. I think he's done well. For a young manager, um, and I think there is progression. You could see that he's maybe tried to address some of the problems in the first half of the season in January. So, who knows? Aye. We'll see how it goes. Concern? Any concern that we've got a couple of loans? Kulabali, Ken, Waro. I think, I think um, Bali and Waro will go back if we can keep Ken. I would mm-hmm. for next season. I think Waro will go back. Aye. I think Kulabali will. They won't. Oh, exercise a, a deal or anything like that for him Aye. we'll get rid of him maybe bring in another one but I, th- I would like to see particularly the, the defence now I would like to see guys who are you know Rangers players Aye. not Aye. lone players uh-huh. and particularly for our two for our, our three or four centre halves that we're going to have you know I'd have Goldson Katic um, another else. signing mm-hmm. and a young boy Aye. coming through where it's Michael Bradley or whatever aye, one aye. of them coming through and I think that should be our back four aye. for it but that's maybe we can talk about that another time you know another time what, what we're going to summer yeah aye. looking at it what do we want yeah yeah. so again mate another good another good chat about our about our January transfer window so all it leaves me to say is um, thank you very much Keith aye cheers mate always a pleasure as always and thank you guys for listening and we'll be back next week with another show until then speak to you later see you later mate bye everybody cheers